Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this Practice Power Podcast. Hey, I hope you're having a great weekend here. And I thought today, instead of having just kind of one topic or theme, uh, I would share with you uh, some random concepts of my coaching work. Uh, basically, how do I coax uh, top performance uh, out of financial advisors that I work with and have for uh, many decades? So the first thing I think we, we have to take a look at is the concept of change. You know, what everybody has to remember when you engage in a coach, at least a good one, is that they are going to be a change agent. So if you're bringing somebody in to just kind of tell you, you tell you that you're a great person, you're doing a great job, and, and you're perfect, uh, probably not the right coach for you unless you happen to be a real sociopath, right? So coaches, number one, are going to be agents of change, and hence the first thing you've got to ask yourself, are you ready for change? Because the reality is in most coaching engagements that fail, unless the coach is totally inept, most of it will fall to the fact that the client was not ready for change. Uh, they thought they were, intellectually they were, and, and the bottom line, he couldn't pull it off. So that's one possibility. The second possibility is that we were trying to make too much change, which here is one of the conundrums that we find in my world uh, that I just think uh, probably sits in a lot of other places also. You know, when you bring on an, an expert, a consultant, a coach, uh, if they're really good, your brain's going to say they're really expensive. And that's probably true. So what most people will say is, well, you know, I'm paying this X amount of dollars, so I've got to get I got to get fast change. So in other words, you know, I'm going to bring this person in, and especially if you have a high ego and a real dominant personality, you just want to take the bull by the horns and just kind of take 20, 25 years of bad habits and turn them upside down in literally like 30 days. And uh, one of the things I've always said to uh, anybody uh, who has engaged me, and, and I've got clients that have been with me uh, for decades. Uh, now the question you're going to ask is. Is it because you're terrible at what you do that you can't fix them and it's taken 20 years? Not at all. Uh, I always find a way to add value to my relationships. But getting back to the change element, right? So what happens is that inevitably people want to want to make massive change and part of my job is to say no. Look, you don't engage me for, or any coach in my, in my opinion, uh, for two, three, four, or five weeks and you know this is not one of those makeover shows. This is not uh, practice impossible or or practice nightmares, right? Or any kind of the, of those makeover shows. Uh, look, if I could have figured out a, a process where I could transform an advisor or practice in 30 days, I would have already figured it out, and I would have charged a lot of money. And and you know what? It would work. But the reality is, it doesn't work because this is a behavior habit-based business. So one of the things we always have to take a look at is how do we make changes that are what we'll call incremental but yet still get the job done. So in other words, progress. The key word in any coaching relationship as far as I'm concerned is are we making progress? Are we on the right trail? Now it may not be as fast as you want it to be. Uh, it may not be to the velocity you want it to be, but we're on the right track. And then the other thing people ask me is, Joe, how do you define, you know, success? Like as a coach, is what I do, what's my definition? Is it, well, you know, a client grows their business by 20% a year, or a client loses 20 pounds, or, you know, uh, we overcome a major obstacle. I mean, those are all elements of it. My definition is very, very simple. All my clients uh, do module number one 
of, of the business planning process uh, in practicepower.net. And uh, for those of you who are, are members, it's, uh, it's free, not module one. If you're not members, join, and module one is free, right? And the way I gauge my success is how are we moving towards our ideal life? Are we, are we accomplishing module number one is the term I give it. Because if we're on track for module number one, then I know everything is in place. All the pieces are going to fall into place in time. And I think that's what you have to look at. So my point being is if you're going to engage in a coach, you, don't, you can't sit there and say to yourself, well, I'm going to try this for a month and see if it works. Do yourself and that coach a favor and don't do it. It's not going to have the impact you want. You know, you'd be better off, quite frankly, taking that capital and going to a one-day workshop and immersing yourself in a process you know, for a day or so and, and get some distinctions that way. It's just very important, okay? And then, and then the last thing I'd say, you know, it's, this is kind of random, but it's a nice Sunday afternoon here, and I just, I just have these thoughts in my mind and I want to share them, is that you know, a lot of times when, we look, when I look at somebody, the natural tendency is to want to improve weaknesses. Now, sometimes you can improve a person's weakness, uh, but the first question I ask it is, how long has it been there? And why is it there? And, and look, sometimes it is what it is, right? So my question becomes to myself and to my client, do we have to fix this weakness or can I outsource it? Can I delegate it? Can I find somebody else to do it for me? Great example, I hate getting on the phone, which in this business, let's face it, probably not so good. So I can sit there and for 20 years try to get you to get on the phone more often or let's go, let's go bring somebody and let's go bring in a a director of client relationships or a relationship manager. Let them do the touch-based calls. Let them take the client temperature. Let's build a team concept, right? And then on the marketing side, let's just go hire a caller. Let's hire somebody who doesn't mind getting on the phone, right? Instead of beating our head against the wall for a year, if not decades, trying to do something we just are not, we don't want to do, let's not fight the battle. Let's go at it differently. So a lot of times, you're better off just saying, you know what, it is what it is. I still have to get the function done. But am I, the one, am I the only one can do that function? And if the answer is no, you may be better off outsourcing it. And then you want to work your strengths. You know, uh, if you're good at something, like I've got a client, uh, let's say I've got a client who's really good at, uh, you know, really good at, at connecting with people. So they're a really good networker. And they've got a lot of business from networking, right? So on a scale of 1 to 10, are we doing a level 10 networking process? In terms of getting out there, are we seeing everybody we could see? Are we going to every event we can go to? Are we, are we really taking you know, that time? And, and if the answer is no, we're not, then let's go take that strength and let's make it a bigger strength, right? If you're really good connecting with your clients, let's make sure we keep you connecting with your clients, but at a higher level. It's, so, it, it's a thousand times easier to outsource your weaknesses than to try to fix them. And I think for a lot of you, We've been trying to fix them for maybe your entire career. Maybe it's time for a different strategy. Maybe it's time to do something a little bit different and find a way to outsource it, get it done. So that being said, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I'll see you again in about 24 hours.